welcome to the Millionaire Mompreneur Project. Let's face it, life goes fast, and sometimes, no matter how hard you try, it's easy to slip from purpose-driven into autopilot. My name is Jesse harris Bowen. I am a mom of four, lifelong entrepreneur, and former professional 300-mile-per-hour race car driver turned certified life and business growth expert. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring stories and intentional advice to empower your thoughts and actions and finally create the life and income that you desire. So buckle up, sister, because we're about to get you back in the driver's seat. Welcome back to the Millionaire Mompreneur Project podcast today, my friends. We are talking about setting a new standard to change your life and your business. Guys, my mentor and second love, Tony Robbins, <laughs> and I say that being silly, like just genuinely, truly appreciate the man. He is who influenced my personal development journey many years ago. And, you know, he says something along the lines of, if you want to change your life, then you have to raise your standards. And I have to say, I've never heard a truer statement. For me, that quote hit me hard with a reality check that I was actually lowering my standards in order to try to fit in with other people. Oh, like think about this for a minute. Have you done that? I know you have. You might be like, no, I don't, I don't think I do that. Like I'm, I'm on a personal development journey too. And no, I'm, I'm really trying to succeed and, you know, push forward more. Yeah, I know. Like, I know you are. That's awesome. That's why you're here. But I promise you, my friend, you still many times make a choice that limits yourself and basically makes you feel normal. I'm sorry, guys. I am never shooting for normal, ever. When all I wanted was normal, I was pretty unhappy. I'm sorry. I'm just being real here. Guys, it's all I know how to do is to keep it real. So if you have some times in your life right now where you're just really disappointed and really unhappy and kind of feeling maybe at a loss of where to go next, then I need you to understand that it's because you still are not holding yourself up to the standard that you need to. Don't beat yourself up like it's totally normal, totally normal. I still catch myself at times doing this, but for the most part now, guess what? I live a truly happy, fulfilled life. I might still have things, yes, that disappoint me, that bum me out, that I'd like to be different. In the grand scheme of it all, I know that I'm disappointed because I did raise my standard and maybe I just fell a little bit short. Even though I had that moment of disappointment, I still had an immediate realization that I'm actually very happy and very fulfilled and just pleased with myself that I took that chance and although it didn't work out this time, I've learned something. It can work out for me next time. The quality of your life is the reflection of your standards. So let's explain this in a way of money because everybody relates to money, right? You can make millions but still be poor in your mind. Being poor is not really about making less money. Seriously, follow me. Being poor is a mentality. It's a choice to live a low standard of life. And when I say a low standard, I don't really mean like the luxuries or the pleasures that what you know we think rich people can afford. No matter how much money 
you make, you can raise your standards. It's all about mindset. And so if you want to change your financial situation, then you have to raise your wealth standards. You have to learn how to manage finances. Guys, I moved out at a really young age. I was like 17 years old and I was renting a place at first and then I ended up finding a house that literally was going to cost me about the same in a monthly payment as it would to rent the house. So I bought a house. I'm like, I need equity. I'm young. I'm just going to do this. Whatever. I don't know. I don't really know that it was the best choice looking back, but at the time it felt like it, right? So anyways, the point I'm trying to make here is... I was so poor. I was working full-time, going to college full-time, had this house that now I had to figure out how to take care of the extra stuff that I didn't really like think about. You know what I mean? Before that, my rental guy was mowing the lawn and plowing and shoveling and coming to fix things in the house, like the furnace or the dishwasher or the washing machine. And now like all that was my problem, which stunk. But the point is here that I implemented a budgeting system. This is actually something I used to do back in my blogging days. I would share with people my budgeting system. It's super awesome. If you ever want to know about it, let me know. I'll give you the link to go watch it on YouTube. But I learned how to spend money wisely, how to track my expenses, how to save with even the tiny bit that I had. And then I also learned how to negotiate like a boss, like a queen. And more than that, I learned the importance of investing. And I remember I was investing only $5 a month and I didn't want to do it. But my financial guy that I talked to through the place that I was working was like, I don't care if it's $5 a day, Jesse. It's still something. That's awesome. You should be doing this and we can multiply that. So anyways, I'm sharing with you that even when I was eating nothing, but ramen noodles and whatever I could get left over at work each day. (laughs) I was being really wise with my money. It was all a mindset. So interestingly enough, now when I'm in a much better money situation, I am, I guess, what you might call frugal, right? Because I grew up with a single mom busting her hump to take care of me. And then because I, you know, was poor for so many years on my own, I now still have this frugal approach to my finances. So it doesn't mean that like I'm cheap. It just means that I try to avoid things like impulse shopping or overspending on things that I or my family doesn't need. But interestingly enough, I do not hesitate to spend money in ways like taking my whole family on vacation. So it's something my husband and I like to try to do every year or every other year. Take our parents, take our siblings, um, our nieces. We just like to take them somewhere and cover the expense and, you know, truly enjoy each other's time. Like we just are all about spending that time together, eating great food, making memories. And if we're being really honest here, we've definitely spent more than $20,000 in one trip. And it was like, 
that's why I'm frugal in other ways because those things are important to me, right? Just like saving for my kid's college fund because I didn't have any help when I went to college and I didn't pursue a college degree because of that. I got an associate's degree and I didn't go on further because I was terrified of the debt I was already in. What was I going to do when I was looking at a $40,000 a year for the next four years bill, right? Like that was... So overwhelming. Again, knowing what I know now, looking back, I might have done things differently. But in reality, I'm actually understanding that things really do happen sometimes in our best interest. We just don't know it till later. So, you know, looking where I'm at now, all I've learned, I'm very thankful for that. But you get where I'm going with this. Guys, I don't like when people air their dirty laundry. I mean it like in a way to be obnoxious. I have just learned to stand in my truth more now as I've gotten older and wiser and moved on in life. And now I do share with you guys some things that have happened to me in my past that maybe might be frowned upon by some people who know me that I can't believe she said that, but I'm never sharing direct names, okay? I'm gonna tell you something right now. I need you. This I'm leading in with this and I'm gonna tell you the story and whatever, let's wrap it up. Okay, I'm not wrapping it up. I got a lot to say, but I want you to understand that you can also make more money by making yourself invaluable and asking for what you deserve. So in one of my first jobs, I was a hard worker, right? Like I was always going the extra mile for them, getting paid minimum wage, which back then was like $7.25, good Lord. And I was really honestly getting taken advantage of, but whatever, I thought at the time that it would pay off for me. And A long time down the road, I got the guts up enough to be like, hey, you know, I'm the one that's in here first. I'm the one that's leaving here last. I'm the one that's, you know, doing all these things. And I really think that I'm a valuable asset to you. And I'd like to have a raise. Guys, I literally was like running this office by myself after seven years. And there was other people that worked there. But I mean, I was the one running the show. And I was still making like $7.25 an hour. I mean, hello, totally getting taken advantage of. But whatever, that's not what this is about. What this is about is you can learn to have a good work ethic and give more than is expected of you. And then that gives you a platform to go out and ask for what you deserve. Now, it doesn't mean you'll get it. In my case, I didn't. Guess what I got? I got a guy who blackmailed me and basically tried to... Ugh, it's like, it makes me sick to even talk about, but wanted me to be doing some other things if you're following me in order to get that raise. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like very immoral, unethical, and totally inappropriate to the point that I was like, did you seriously just say that? Because I'm done here. Like effective immediately. I'm out. You're disgusting. Yes, I worked for somebody like that, somebody who I trusted and adored and adored his family and all of these things. And I had to walk. It killed me. It crushed me because, you know, I had put so much time and effort into this job and it ended up backfiring by me asking for what I deserved. And then I was, you know, out on the corner with nothing, like no job no money, and tons of expenses, right? But getting back to the point here is I want you to know that you can make yourself invaluable to others. Do more than is expected of you. Constantly be learning and trying to improve. Don't settle for just doing 
what is expected of you, what's in the, the job description, whether you're working for someone else or yourself. When you raise your work standards, you get a better outcome. And more than that, you will truly fall in love with your work. Average work leads to lousy results. And that's why a lot of times we end up hating our job. Somebody said this the other day and it totally hit home with me. They were like, average work will be replaced with machines. Think about it. All the McDonald's and the Burger Kings are turning into you order for yourself on a computer, right? Because that's just average work. I'm not saying that there's not overachievers that are in there working in those places, but I'm saying the work that's required there is only average. Therefore, it will be replaced by machines. But if you develop creativity and thinking skills that will help you over-deliver, that's what's going to secure your place in the future workforce, right? It might not be at a McDonald's or a Burger King, but it will secure you a job somewhere where there's a need. So let's take this a step further. Let's talk about setting a new standard with your health. Guys, I'm super passionate about um, living a healthy lifestyle, right? Number one, my husband 12 years ago had a kidney transplant that without, he wouldn't be here. So that's huge. Um, Number two, one of my sons who's five has a severe reaction to any chemical cleaners that we use. And like to the point at one morning at 4 a.m., I found him blue, unable to speak and barely breathing. It was terrifying. We now have, you know, tons of all natural things that we use in our house from, you know, not just cleaners and detergents, but, you know, to the soaps, to um, the toothpastes, to the things we use in our face, our lotions, um, nutritional products. Like we are all natural first and foremost, almost through and through. And, you know, my dad died 24 years ago when he was 36, my same age as I am right now. I actually just had a little bit of a heart scare just having some regular things checked because of my health history. And turns out everything's fine, but they kind of panicked with an EKG that was abnormal and sent me for a stress and an echo and did all of these things. They thought I had a a thick heart wall muscle, which is very common for people to just drop dead with. And because of my family history, they were very nervous. But my point here is I'm super, super passionate about living a healthier lifestyle for me and for my family, right? And ultimately about trying to teach others to take this very seriously because we don't realize how many um, diseases and chronic health conditions out there that could be dispelled by somebody just actually taking control and, you know, living a healthier lifestyle by the way of what you eat and how often you work out and what types of things you use in your home. An average person nowadays is not a healthy person. Guys, getting diagnosed with diseases has become a common thing. A lot of it is because you're eating unhealthy foods. You have a sedentary lifestyle. You smoke, you drink excessively, you eat unhealthy foods. Guys, your health and fitness has to rise above an average person if you want to live well and feel good in your own body. 
You have to raise your standards by eating healthy foods the majority of the time, by physically training your body to make exercise a priority for at least 30 minutes a day, by drinking at least half your body weight in ounces of water per day, by getting good sleep, guys, at least seven to eight hours per night, and then putting in specific time for you to be intentional with Things that serve you, having me time, having relaxed time, having all in present time instead of always just bouncing around, around, around. Guys, nobody's no more busy than another, okay? We all have crap in our lives. We all have things that other people don't. But the point is, is we all have the same 24 hours and you get to choose how you live it. I just know that I make myself a priority. I make my family a priority. I make my business a priority. I make my health a priority. I make, you know, I could go on and on and on here. And so that means that I don't really watch TV, that I don't really just pointlessly scroll through social media, that I don't go through the drive through and eat burgers every day. I have to be intentional and either meal prep myself for the healthy things that I want or hire out someone else to do it, right? You have a choice every single day to make your health a priority. Don't give me an excuse, okay? Make it a priority. Raise your standard. You guys hear me talk a lot about having my fair share of relationship woes, right? Marriage woes. Not that long ago, I was really concerned. You know, divorce was never something that I thought could be possible for me. And it isn't really anything that my husband and I ever got to. But in reality, we were really unhappy. We were passing ships. We were barking at each other way more than we were loving at each other. And I realized that it's because I lowered my standards. I just accepted what was as what was. And I was like, this is it. This is just exactly what happens to everybody. They've been married seven, eight years. And this is just the way most relationships go. And I was like, that's not good enough for me. It's not good enough. I I don't want to fall into the stereotypical pattern of everybody else. I'm better than that. So guess what I did? Guys, I raised my standard. And when I raised my standard, eventually it took some time. Oh, Lordy, did it take some time. But eventually then my husband raised his standard because he saw I was on a mission. I was on a mission to better my life, my health, my business, my motherhood, and my marriage with or without him. And thank God he's competitive. And after quite a bit of time, he was like, oh no, I want in on that. Give me some of that. You see, everyone around us we knew was literally either getting divorced or cheating on their spouse. I was like so sick. It was a topic of conversation every single day. And I said to my husband, I'm like, we cannot allow ourselves to stoop to that level. Like we have to recognize these things are happening and we're aware of it because we can learn from it. And we did. So more than that, think about it just even in the relationships of who you're surrounding yourself with in, you know, friendships and in business. Like I created a free Facebook group called the Millionaire Mompreneur Sisterhood. And it's because guess what? Most people in my life, friends and family, don't understand what I'm here doing, working from home, making big money, changing people's lives, right? For the longest time, they saw me spin my wheels and they really thought 
that I was just chasing a pipe dream and they didn't understand why I would stick with it for so long, right? Again, it's probably because they've lowered their standards. And I'm not afraid to say that. I would say that to anybody. Like, I am the tough love girl. Like, I will call you out and I'm going to say it with so much love. You're going to understand that it's not to hurt you. It's because I want to help you as long as you want to be helped. So if you are feeling stuck in a mediocre life, take a look at who you're surrounding yourself with. Are those people living just a mediocre life? where they accept what is as what is? Or are they helping you raise the bar and help you improve on yourself every single day? Because growth should be something you are consistently pursuing in every area of your life every single day. There needs to be no finish line here. Guys, former professional 300 mile an hour race car driver, there was never a finish line, right? Yeah, I won that race, fantastic. What's next? Not that long ago, I just talked about this on another episode, but as I was transferring from one division in drag racing to another, somebody said to me, why would you want to go from being the big fish in the little sea to being the littlest fish in the big sea? And I'm like, dude, because I'm always wanting to get better. I've done all I can here. I've done great things. I love it. I'm appreciative of it, but I can do more. And then, oh man, you guys, then you got to watch out for the people who really are showing you jealousy and selfishness and passive aggression or dishonesty or narcissism. I mean, guys, some people are just energy suckers out there and it's easy to just follow suit, right? It might start out as just a simple like moment of complaining. And then you're like, yeah, I get it. Cause you want to show a little empathy. That's what we do as humans, right? And the truth is we do get it, right? Like we've all been jealous before. We've all been selfish before. But did that lead you closer to the person that you wanted to be living the life you wanted to live? No, right? You need to surround yourself with people who accept you exactly as you are, who respect you and who ultimately inspire you to become better because you and they are not focused on things like jealousy, They're not being selfish. They're out there learning what they can from those things that might make them jealous or make them want to be selfish, right? This is so silly. But the other day, my son said something to me, oh, can I have that last bite? Can I please have that last bite of whatever it was I was eating? And I was like, no, not today, buddy. And he's like, what? He's seven. I'm like, I know. I'm very selfish right now. But... At some point, you have to realize it's because I'm always selfless. And I want to teach you now how to be selfless. Understand that mommy never gets the last bite of her yummy ice cream or this waffle with peanut butter that I barely ever eat. Guys, like, that's not a part of my health plan. However, if I could, I would eat peanut butter with waffles and syrup and frozen sausages every day of my life. And yes, I did that at one point, which is probably why I couldn't lose that last 20 pounds after kid two. Yeah, whole other story. But the point is here, my little boy was so proud of himself. He was like, oh, mama, I understand. And you're right. I can be better. I can start doing more for others like you do. And I was like, oh, baby, I love you. You're so sweet. 
sometimes it's okay to be selfish and enjoy these things. Like seriously, guys, I'm being selfish when I force myself to wake up every day at 4.30 so that I can get in my personal me time and enjoy that cup of coffee. And if I'm going to have a waffle once in a great blue moon by myself, I'm going to eat that whole thing. So I'm going to make sure I'm not eating it when my kids are around. That's being selfish. But that's because I know I will be selfless all the rest of the times. So it's okay to be selfish with myself, or at least I believe so. And I wasn't a snob or a brat in the way I taught my child this, right? Like it was a learning lesson for him. And it was one that he received well because I explained it to him. So in no way am I perfect. And in no way is everybody else out there that you're going to want to surround yourself with. There's no way they'll be perfect either, right? But they should always be inspiring you in one way or another to help you grow and become the best version of yourself. Even though we all are different and we all have flaws. So set a new standard for what you will allow the people in your life and what you will give to the people in your life. Guys, you know I wrote a book called The Rush Revolution. Rush is an acronym for revving up self-happiness. It's revving up self-happiness through the power of intentional living. It's all about making choices every single day that help me and you raise your standards, right? There is seven infinity factors in there that are positive and practical and that you can start using right away to elevate your life and your relationships and your health and your business. It's all about self-discipline, which is hard. But when you become aware that the little choices you're making every single day are setting up the foundation for your standards, you will start to learn why it's important to raise your standard so that you're making choices that might be hard right now up front, but that will lead you closer to where you want to go, right? Instead of living that long life that's miserable and hard, let's just Do the hard things now so that you can have that life of freedom and fulfillment later on, right? Long term. Just like I needed to focus and stop eating those waffles and peanut butter when I wanted to lose that 20 pounds, right? I had to show up and make the choices every day to work out and to eat well most of the time. I had to resist the temptation for all the things around me that were trying to hold me back and lower my standard. When I was trying to grow my marriage, I had to make the choice every single day to speak to him with the same love and positivity that I desired. Because when I did that over time, he saw the change and he started to give me more of what I gave him. Guys, the law of attraction is real. You hear me say it all the time. It might be obnoxious, But instead of seeing it as obnoxious, see it as in, oh my gosh, her core message stays the same all the time. What you give, you get. It's the choices that we make. It's the thoughts that we have that control where we go. Guys, I'm so passionate about this. When I wanted to go all in, finally grow my business to the big goals that I wanted, six plus figures, seven figures, I realized that sitting around on social media too much, checking my notifications constantly, watching what everybody else was doing was not enabling me to have more of what I wanted. It was limiting me majorly. And so I actually did a whole episode about it. I can't remember what 
episode number it was. It was called Kill Comparisonitis Before It Kills Your Dreams. But legit, not that long ago, I couldn't understand why I was so stuck. And it was all because of those choices that I was making to sit on social media too long, to just check my notifications constantly, to watch what everybody else was doing instead of putting my head down and doing the work. The work that was hard, which is why I was procrastinating and putting it off. Let's be honest. When I had that realization of how I was doing it to myself, right? It wasn't that I wasn't meant for more. It was simply that I wasn't allowing myself to live the more I desired, right? Temptation will always be there. So you have to learn how to acknowledge them and then make the choice that's going to help you live more in alignment with how you want to. And sometimes, or I should say most times, it's the harder choice. It's just natural to seek that momentary pleasure and disregard the future. We're human. We all do it. But when you can make a decision that has a long-term benefit over the short term, that right there, my friends, is really a sign of true wisdom. And although it might hurt in that moment, I promise you, you will feel proud and you will have a self-confidence that will become unshakable from it. And you will set that new standard. One where you will realize that you don't have to give up all the pleasures in your life. If you start to live like this, you can actually learn to enjoy very many pleasures. However, it's going to be in moderation. It's going to be with as much of a balance as possible. And more than that, you're going to truly appreciate those moments more. You're going to be very present for them. And I say that because not that long ago, I was just grasping onto every little thing of pleasure, but yet I was always thinking about what was next, right? Like how was I going to continue to build on that because it always got over so quick? Well, now I have pleasure all the time in my life, right? I don't feel like work is work. I don't feel like working out is hurting myself. I don't feel like communicating with my husband better is annoying, right? I am living a life that is happy and fulfilled even in the hard times because I know what's on the other side of it. So set a new standard with your own self-discipline. And you can honestly do that best through mindset. Guys, it's what I'm always talking about. Mindset. Your thoughts determine your action. If you want to put quality thoughts in your mind, then you have to craft an environment that breeds useful and helpful thoughts. It's so easy to fall victim to those destructive thought patterns that will lead you to fear, worry, anxiety, depression. And it's all because of the internal self-talk we have. You have set a standard of that. Guys, you have to start speaking to yourself from a higher perspective. 
I'm a certified life coach, so this is my jam, and I know how hard it is. I know because I've walked that journey before, and I still walk it every single day. I have to make the choice every time I'm worried about something to say that this fear is there because it's important to me and I can rise above it instead of saying, oh my God, see, I knew I wasn't meant to do this. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be able to do it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we've all been there. Guys, I know it well too. I know it well and I know how hard it is to rise above that just because you naturally revert to that place of doubt and lack doesn't mean you have to live there. You can set a new standard in your mind. One that will not allow you to see failure and setback as a finish line, right? It's going to just become a blip, an obstacle on the road of opportunity to growth. Yeah. Did you like how all that came back together? Guys, that was totally not planned. I just get on here and I wing it, guys. I speak from the heart. I just love it though when things come full circle. Everyone has problems, but if you see it as a problem, that will lower your standard. You have an opportunity to learn from every failure, from every setback. I call it in my book, a rush op, rush opportunity, revving up self-happiness. You have to look for the rush op. You have to see these things as only an obstacle. Yes, I'm going to say it again. On the road of opportunity to growth. When you do that, you will get inspired instead of getting jealous. Because yeah, comparisonitis. What is that episode? Let me look it up. Episode six, you would think that I knew that by now because I reference that one quite often. It's where I wear my heart on my sleeve. It's where I tell you my personal comparisonitis story. Um, But more than that, I tell you how to kill comparisonitis. Literally, I give you the hands down number one way to get it done right away. And it has been game changing. So many of you send me private messages like, oh girl, this was so hot fire. You were speaking right to me. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. I love you for that. Like, I love you for that. And that's what I share here on these episodes. I share with you the things that have held me back in my life and the things that have helped me accelerate forward. And I want to clarify here. Raising your standards doesn't mean that you become some egotistical maniac, right? It's literally just having a healthier level of self-respect. Guys, one other thing that my mentor, Tony Robbins, says is, well, first, before I tell you that, I'm going to say this, and I don't remember who said this quote, quote, unknown, whatever, I'm going to say it anyways. If you don't like the result you're getting, then you have to take different actions, Duh, right? Like, I mean, that should totally be common sense. But yeah, hearing it, we're all like mind blown, right? You don't like the result you get, then do something different. Well, Tony Robbins also says, what changes people is when their shoulds become musts. That's what raising a new standard is about. Think about what the consequences are if you don't raise your standards. For me... I took that comparisonitis that I had by watching others who were further ahead of me. And I took that instead 
and turned it into inspiration for me to go out and create my best work that I can right now in this moment with where I'm at and who I am. And as I continue to set a higher expectation for myself, my work continues to improve. You see, you will never feel ready. You will never feel good enough. You will never feel like it's perfect. But that should never stop you from putting things out into the world with where you are at. Everybody starts somewhere. But stop comparing yourself to others. Use them as inspiration. Put your head down. Run your own race. I say that all the time, guys. Stay in your lane. Obviously, former professional race car driver. I love those types of analogies, but they're so true. And then learn what you can from every pass down the racetrack before you start again. Reflect and try to improve each and every time. Let go of your excuses. Make moves and take full responsibility. What you'll notice is you begin to set a new standard every single day. I put together a little checklist, if you will, for you. It's the daily success checklist. It's going to help you set a new standard and champion all of your goals. The link is in the description of this episode. You will also notice that that gives you access to a ton of other free downloadable resources and workbooks and things like that that I have made just for you that honestly correlate with a lot of the podcast episodes here. And I do that because I don't just want to be a blip of inspiration for you. I want you to take everything I share here and go and personally apply it to your life and your business so that you can start to have the results that you want. Guys, I'm here telling you that you have a choice. Every single choice you make is either leading you closer to your goals or keeping you further away. And I believe that we are always just one decision away from a totally different life. And today, that decision is to, you know, raise your standard on these five areas of focus that we talked about today, right? With your finances and wealth, with your health, with your relationships, with your mindset, with your own self-discipline. And then also print out the daily success checklist. I couldn't come up with a fancy title. That's all I got. And start using it to claim victory on your goals right now, today. Because everything I'm giving you has the power to help you grow your life immediately. And I appreciate you so much for trusting me to always share with you. So remember my friends, you know what I'm going to say. Yes, alone we are strong, but together we are unstoppable. I am rooting for you and I can't wait to watch you grow your dreams in every way that you desire. So while you're here, I would love it if you click subscribe and you left me a review. 
And then also take a screenshot listening today and then tag me over on Instagram stories or Facebook. Let me know what your biggest aha moment was or takeaway and tell your friends they should come on over here to the Millionaire Mompreneur Project podcast and take a listen too. Tell them that it's time to set a new standard.